For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. What a blessing, what a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, are we ready for what is coming next? Are we ready for what is coming next? Well, what a blessing for us here, KOK. To be hosting Bishop Eddie Yadi. Now, wait, 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 wait. Can you sit down for two seconds? Let me tell you a little bit about him. Say, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit. Hallelujah. Somewhere in 19... Um, 86 Yes I was I gained I gained admission to The University of Ghana And um, My My big brother was already there And then He said to me He would like me to be A roommate to a certain Christian brother who is very vibrant, vivacious, anointed, and a preacher of the word. And um, I happen to have chosen the hall where this Christian brother, but I didn't know him. I never met him before. But by the testimony of my senior brother, I said, I pray that God would. Christian brother 
Amen. And I'm glad to tell you, brothers and sisters, that by the grace of God, that is the man of God who is here to preach tonight. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. Amen. You know, I I learnt I learnt many things just being around him. You know, in the night. I mean, I I I like going to the library, Balm Library, to study the Campo. When I come, I mean, he's. I think he goes preaching, doing the work of God. Then about eleven or almost twelve midnight, when. I'm sleeping then he comes to sit behind the books and he had a, a way he rolls his pen like that by the time I wake up by 5-6 he's still rolling the pen and study yeah and then he I don't know whether he be slept but I will leave for lectures. That I'm sure he will sleep for like one hour or something and then he takes off. Say, hey, what kind of grace is this? When he writes exam and the paper will come 98%. 95%. I think the lowest I ever saw maybe 88%. My God. <laughs> and he was preaching all about the go for don't broadcast all night. You know, every Christian program he's chosen as the MC to bring life, anointing, impartation. What a blessing. And as the years rolled, I found him again in no other place than Lighthouse Chapel International. Amen. If I want to finish the introduction, we'll just go on and on and on. I want you to know that tonight we are so blessed to be hosting a very, very gifted man of God. Let, 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 let me tell you, let me tell you one more thing. Say one more thing. One more thing before he comes. In fact, two more, two more. <laughs> you know, you know, Bishop Eddie was the one first person to be leading the whole church in praise and worship. Teaching songs from the canteen days to Collegono, leading us vibrantly in praise and worship. And you know, sometimes he will lift a song, and I'll say in my heart, but that one I've confessed to him before, but I'll say in my heart, today Bishop Eddie has made a mistake because this song won't work. Before I realize the song is working, we are all singing, we are dancing, we are jumping. I said, Hey, what kind of strange anointing is this one? To? You know, and, and I've known him as a multi, he's a multivariate anointed man. There's no area, I don't know any area where he's not gifted and oiled. When he steps on the golf course, he's a champion. When he holds a table tennis, but he's a champion there. When he sits behind computer, me, I studied computer science 
in the university. But I've learned more computer from him than from my lecturers. Hey. Recently, I was in his house and I was taking a picture. Then he took my phone and then he said, Oh, this one then. He showed me something on the. I've never seen it. I'd never seen it on my phone before, but it had been there all the time. He showed me. I'm still learning from him. Hallelujah. But there's a man who has been with our prophets for many years, has drank from the roots. Somebody say, from the roots. I will never forget an experience I had. He, he flew to South Africa when I was there. We were having a camp in uh, Port Elizabeth. And I think I came, I think I got there the next day, the second day. And he was teaching on how to catch the anointing. He was teaching from a book I had read. He was teaching from a book I have preached from. He was reading the examples. I knew the examples by sentences. But Jack, as this gift of God was ministering, I couldn't, I couldn't sit any longer. The only feeling I had was to run back to my room, lie on the floor and cry to God. So I told the pastor sitting by me that, please, tell, when Bishop Eddie finishes, tell him that I have I had an emergency. I, 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 need, I needed to run to my death. The, the impartation, the anointing was so strong. I just, I just left, I left the camp in the night, ran back to my room, just lay on the floor and cried unto the Lord. And something happened to me that day. Hallelujah. Tonight, we are blessed with the gift of God. Our prophet sent him a few years ago to a church that was in a classroom. And he moved into that classroom. And over a few years, this classroom church has been transformed into a mega and international cosmopolitan state of the art avant-garde mega cathedral. Ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus Joe on the first day of the He gave his
Wow. Are you clapping for the Lord? Clap for the Lord. He deserves clapping. Wow. That was quite an elaborate introduction. Some of the stories I myself have not even heard before. And I was telling Bishop Jake that that encounter at Port Elizabeth, I've never heard it before, but it's supernatural. To, to, to be in a meeting and run out of the meeting to go and cry to the Lord, it's only God who can do such a work. And of a truth, God has imparted his life for good. Give five people a high five and tell them something supernatural is about to happen in your life. And tell two other people to make it seven. You will never be the same again after tonight. I salute all the men of God that are here Some I've known for many, 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 many years And um, God put us in this family For a purpose, for a reason And that purpose is unfolding as the years go by and we thank God that we are in a good family with a good father. And um, I thank Bishop Jake for inviting me. He and his wife have known them since they came to Form 1 in the uh, first year in the university. <laughs> yeah. I knew them when they started falling in love. And somebody will fall in love this week. Somebody will get a beloved this week. Some of you, you have struggled for many years. This will be your week of a turnaround. What a blessing. And I thank God for how far He's brought them. Bishop Jake is a bona fide son of Bishop Dagwood Mills. And has gone wherever he has been sent to go to preach whatever he has been sent to preach. And we thank God for his faithfulness, his dedication to God, his loyalty. Yes, to God the Father and to the presiding bishop of this great um, commission. He and his wife are very dear friends of his wife. Those days when there was landline, do you see? All my landline bills were from him, him his calls to my wife. They can talk for a long time. And sometimes I want to go and cut the line disconnect the line so that I free myself from telephone bills. Hey! Because both of them are gas. So when they start talking on, they will talk uh, Hey! I got a little bit relief when it became a mobile phone. So each man for himself you pay your own bill. You talk your own talk. Then you pay your own bill. Uh 
then when she started moving out of country to go to other places, I saw that some small freedom has come into my system. Yes. But even as she has come back, I'm already settled and I'm already comfortable and I'm in a comfortable lead. So whatever they do is my back case. But what a blessing. God has given us a beautiful family. And it really pains the devil. It really pains the devil. And so we are glad. So thank you for inviting me for not just one day, not just for two days, but for three days with a fourth meeting for pastors leaders and business people on Friday morning so make sure you are here for all because God will do an amazing work in your life so let us pray and then start to share from the word of God Father we thank you for the blessing of gathering in your presence You have already declared in your word that blessed is he whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee that they may be satisfied with the goodness of your house even of your holy temple. And so Father we know we are blessed because you chose us and you caused us to come. And so Father let the entrance of your word bring light. Light for our darkness. Let the entrance of your word bring understanding to the simple. And let the the eyes of understanding be enlightened to know the hope of our calling and the riches of the glorious inheritance you have in the saints and the the exceeding greatness of your resurrection power. The power you demonstrated when you raised Christ from the dead. Today, have your way here and feel free. Heal the sick by the word of God. Deliver the oppressed by the word of God. Let the demonic oppressed go free. Let satanic bondages and addictions be broken. And let the Holy Spirit, the mighty Holy Spirit, guide us into all truth. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I'm going to um, be sharing on what I have generally themed faith giants. Yes. I'm going to preach on faith giants. I believe for the three days. Today I'm going to preach on how faith giants are created. And you know, having been I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. And not just being in the Lord, but also been alive for quite a little a bit a bit. And I've been alive for quite a while. I've seen many things. And I'm glad that in my lifetime when I was conscious and quite old enough to understand things, I saw the charismatic wave enter our nation. And I saw the beginnings of the charismatic movement. And I saw the beginnings of what today most people are enjoying but they don't know how it began. But I'm glad that I I saw how it began. Now, the charismatic church was born on the message of faith. And many of them spoke of the things in those days as things we heard, but today we have seen them. Because it's been over almost 40 years now um, since I would say Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams was like the forerunner. For even when he began, we didn't even see it as a charismatic church, we saw it more as a Pentecostal church. But most Charismatic or most believers who spoke in tongues found Christian Action Faith Ministry a very good terrain to hone your tongue 
skills. So if you spoke in tongues and you wanted to improve on it, you go to action. Because you will hear tongues. And you you, you, you feel atmosphere. And, and you will see things. And God blessed um, the great Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams to kind of pioneer this work. Yes. And in 1984 came International Central Gospel Church. And ICGC founded by Mensa Otabel, Pastor Mensa Otabel, or as some people call Doc, Dr. Mensa Otabel, was founded by somebody, actually a team of pastors who had never been to Bible school. Which was very strange because even Archbishop, we know that he went to Idahosa's Bible school, even if it was for a year. But these ones, they just finished secondary school, O-levels, didn't really pass well or didn't really do well. Oh yes. Mesotabi himself told us, today when you hear him, he sounds very intellectual. But he went to school only up to from five, O level, which he didn't really do well because his parents died early and they didn't have so much support. So he didn't even have like provisions and things to take him to school and so on. So he just survived through school. It's only English that I think he was able to do well. Everything else was nine. But he left secondary school with an ability to read and a love for books. Yes. And he has, he has educated himself through the years. And so today when you hear him speak to professors and doctors of the law and consultants and so on, you, 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 you hear somebody who is at their level. <laughs> but it was not so. He doesn't have formal training in that regard. But of a truth, he had embraced he had embraced the, 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 the spirit of faith yes and when I heard of him even before the church became a proper church <laughs> before the church became a proper church I heard he would lock himself in a room with Kenneth Hagin tapes and books for three days soaking in the messages reading the books listening to messages reading the books and when you heard him preach on new creation realities in those days you, you will be mesmerized oh yes so when somebody who had not been to bible school rose out of nowhere and said I am now reverend Mensa Utabel I saw once in the newspapers there was going to be a teaching seminar and the, the, the facilitators or the ones who were going to lead it were ministering will be Reverend Mensa Utabel Reverend Eric Quapon and then Instructor Obin Dakum yeah, but he, he said he's an instructor in the word yes he's a Bible teacher so he, he called himself Instructor yeah it was strange because we had never seen people rise up and just call themselves reverend who had not been to Bible school or ordained by anyone. And just like that, they broke onto the sea. You see, we who were their friends and we who knew them, we knew them in Kanda Fellowship. That was Mensa Utabel's fellowship. Um, Takia boy was, you wait, if you talk a lot, you will miss the impartation. I'm the one preaching. You are not the preacher. Anna, we are not that so safe. Eh? Let me talk more than you talk. <laughs> talk, but allow me to talk more than you talk. Because I'm a better preacher than you. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. Yes. So we knew them, Kanda Fellowship, Men's Outable. Takia Boy was Jesus' people. That's where they hailed from. And um, um, even Eric Quapon in those days was Judah Praise. It was a music group. 
and then there was um, there was Lovers of Christ which had Michael Essel and then Sam Kranchiankra as the leaders and the two separated and Sam Kranchiankra went off with a new fellowship called Showers of Blessing yes which later became IBWC International Bible Worship Center and then the lovers of Christ metamorphosed into Grace Outreach yeah. I'm giving you some charismatic history you know so today you may see Royal House but you don't know that these founders were not Bible school graduates they had no Bible school learning had nothing to their name no certificate of any recognition but in their hearts was the spirit of faith yes. my own father Bishop Dagwood Mills was my fellowship SU scripture union prayer secretary on the western compound of Achimota school because I went to Premper College one to five and then I went to Achimota school for sixth form Premper polished my tree and, 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 and Achimota improved my English <laughs> are you listening to me so he himself was my fellowship but he had laid hands on Kenneth Hagin books and tapes as far back as the 80s early 80s 1979, 80, 81 because I met him in 1981 he was already into Kenneth Hagin books and tapes and I used to go to a Baptist church we didn't believe in speaking in tongues and so um, I, I was I believed in the Holy Spirit but not the gifts in terms of the impartation the, with the evidence of speaking in tongues so when I met Bishop Dagwood Mills at Achimota School, that's when he led me, expounded more deeply the word concerning the Holy Ghost and the speaking of tongues. It's like Apollos. The Bible says that Apollos was a man mighty in the scriptures. But he knew only up to the baptism of John. He didn't know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So it was Priscilla and Aquila who took him and instructed in him instructed him in the way of God more perfectly and then they prayed for him and Apollos received the Holy Ghost so sometimes you can be mighty in the scriptures but you don't have the spirit, the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and that is what Bishop Dark, what Mills did for me yes. and from that time and from that time I began to also eat and drink from Kenneth Hagen and he was he was at that time the father of the modern faith movement a man of faith so many tangible miracles and a prophet of the Lord miracles and notable signs in his ministry now yes after I laid hands on the tape by um, Mensah Otabel and when I was listening to him I heard the, the foundation of how he began ICGC he said those days you don't start church, you join church because there was no, it was Methodist Catholic, Anglican and if anything the prayer and Bible study groups of the Presbyterian church and the men's fellowship in different towns and villages uh, the, the Christian fellowship town fellowships they used to have them but he says one day when he felt that God had called him he left his father's house with his pure white shirt and brown corduroy trousers and orange shoes <laughs> one day I, I met him and I, I, I said that I heard him say that he had orange shoes but those orange shoes where did he get orange shoes from? Well, I've never seen male orange shoes since I was born so 
He said he left with his pure white shirt, brown corduroy trousers, orange shoes, and then his Bible in his hand and his heart full of faith. Full of faith. And he said he went to a small classroom at Kanda, Kanda Cluster of Schools, class 4, classroom. And he met a handful of people there and he told them, from today, this today is the beginning of International Central Gospel Church. Hey! Wow! The established churches of those days, the established churches refer to those little, little churches which were springing up. ICGC, including Action, uh, Grace Outreach, Victory Bible Church, and no, just Global Revival. You know, all those were Global Revival was maybe 87, but 84 was where these three or four or five people who began without Bible school training, without anybody giving them any certification. They just said, I am reverend. Because God has called me. Yes. And, the, and, the, and that's confession. We knew it as a confession. But years have come and years have gone. We can see that what was a confession is now sight. Is now living. Living testimony. Living example. And my own father began Lighthouse Chapel International as a student. And you see us, even when we look at our photos of those days, people with, I mean, slim, slim, small, small boys. I mean, at the age of 27, 25. And interestingly, all these pastors who began, men, Sauta Bill, they were all at 25 years old. All of them were around 25 years old. Nobody was 30. Everybody was 25. That's when we saw that at 25, they would begin the ministry and at the age of 50 they retire we didn't know that it was in the bible God called them in their 20s it was Archbishop who was only 20 years when he began because he was he was a, a coal plucked out of the fire yeah and today we are seeing what in 1984 83-84 were like little little even um, we used to be part of Calvary Road Bishop took me to Calvary Road Calvary Road is now Harvest Chapel International and it has another offshoot in Living Streams International Church so you will see that these people who had faith in their hearts have now birthed something that you are enjoying as though it was something that was always there before we were born but it actually came from people who believed God who knew God and trusted him and believed that God can do something new with their lives and from that moment till we are living we are seeing them it's happening it's unfolding it has not ended it's still rolling on and so my little assignment here for this this few days this week is to inject in somebody here who is in his 20s who is in his 30s or maybe even 40s or 50s that there is a spirit and there is a power it's called faith when faith enters your heart it will make you a giant in the spirit oh yes look at Bishop Dagwood Mills a mere medical student a mere student without Bible school training but who had developed faith from a giant of faith from Kenneth Hagen today we see him as a major giant in the world preaching doing miracles establishing churches everywhere that same faith when it enters your heart as a little child or as a little boy will make you a giant in our world I see many giants coming forth many giants coming forth many giants coming forth you are one of the giants let us turn our bibles to 2nd Samuel 21 
verse 18 he says and it came to pass after this that there was again a battle with the Philistines at Gob then Sibichai or Sibichai the Hushatite slew Saf which was of the sons of the giant you see that guy Saf was a giant and the Bible says that he was of the sons of the giant verse 20 says and there was yet a battle in Gath where was a man of great stature that had on hand on every hand six fingers and on every foot six toes four and twenty in number and he also was born to the giant so I want to declare to you that giants give birth to giants yes so if you have a father who is a giant faith giant I want to declare that his sons and daughters can also be faith giants you shall be a faith giant elephants don't give birth to impalas and lions don't give birth to cats even though they say they are the same cat family lions don't lions give birth to lions tigers give birth to tigers and 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 uh, impalas give birth to impalas but today i want to declare to you that there is a force there is a power there is a i don't know whether it's a principle whether it's a force whether it's a it's a kind of injection but faith is that power when it enters your heart it makes you a different person all our attempts in the church is to help to build your faith to help to build your faith when Jesus was alive do you have a small pulpit I can put down here when Jesus was alive he taught the disciples that this is the basic principle or power or force that must be in place in your life if you have to move a mountain in your life if you have to pray for anything in this world without this ingredient you are not going far so one day he was traveling with them they were going to Bethany in Mark chapter 11 the Bible says that they came to a place and there was a fig tree standing there and Jesus looked at the fig tree the Bible says that if happily he might find some fruit thereon take it forward a bit but when he realized that that's okay when he realized that there was no fruit on it the Bible says that he cursed the fig tree now the Bible says in Mark chapter 11 and seeing verse 13 seeing the fig tree afar off having leaves he came if happily he might find anything thereon and when he came to it he found nothing but leaves for the time of fix was not yet now you would think about it the time of fix that means that uh, the season for fix for them to bear fruit was not yet it wasn't time so but jesus looks at the fig tree the time of fix was not yet but verse 14 says jesus answered and said unto it no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever and his disciples heard it so you think about it that ah, the fig tree time has not yet come it's not yet the season for fix why are you cursing the tree Jesus are you okay but it's not that he's not okay and it's not that he's just doing something for sure but the Bible says the next day the next day they came by and they saw the fig tree dried at the roots because the, when he cursed the tree the disciples heard it so the Bible says and Peter calling to remembrance uh, said unto him master behold the fig tree which thou casted has withered away and then the next verse is very revelatory and Jesus answering said unto him have faith in God so this casting of the fig tree was to just as a kind of demonstration of faith so that from that point he can teach them the power
power and the principle of faith and what it can do in their lives. So he says, have faith in God. And what is faith? Faith is believing. Faith is trusting. Faith is believing and doing, acting on what you believe. Not just believe. Some people say we believe, but they don't act on the belief. Yeah. And Jesus said, if you have faith, verse 23, he says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So you come to church, but you see, some of us take church as just a traditional something. I just came because I'm a Christian who is supposed to go to church. That's why even on weekdays, there are people who are so traditional that they don't go to church during the week. Because it's not part of their... It's not part when they were in Presby, they don't go to church weekday, and the Methodist no church on weekday. So it's like as we have come here, it's like you, you used to be a Presbyterian, you used to be a Methodist. Now that you have joined this church, you, you are carrying on the same way. Are you listening to me? But I want you to know something that in the church there is a power at work. There is a power at work, and that power is rooted in your faith. Yes, and he says that whosoever, not a pastor, not a prophet, not an evangelist, not an apostle, not a teacher of the word, but whosoever. That is why I saw that these young people, 25 years. Is there anybody who's 25 years? Stand up, let me look at you. You are 25 years. Anybody here 25? Are you 25? Is it your football age or your real age? Your real age. 25. Look at them. These are like the founders of ICGC, Lighthouse Chapel International. I mean, if they get up to date that they are starting a church, it's like, who is he? Where is he from? Do you understand? We know of Lighthouse, we know of ICGC, but what maybe he, he will call his name, the name of his church, God so love the word that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes that should not pray, but has not international ministries. So even when you hear the name, say, ah, what church is this? That is a whole chapter, a whole, why does he want to use the whole chapter to call the church or what? Because when we started, we said Lighthouse. You see, the heart of the person who is starting the church is full of faith. And he says it's called Lighthouse Chapel International. Because the lighthouse is that tall tower with a light on top of it that shines light for all those who are at sea that cannot see the land. When they see that light, they see that they are coming to land. It guides them. And the man is saying that God is leading me to start a church. It will be a lighthouse to the world. It will be a lighthouse for all men. All the lost that are in the world, they will find salvation through my light. But the name was very complex. What is lighthouse? When somebody you go, you have called the name of your church. When somebody is calling it back, you say, oh, um, your church is a touch light or um, yeah, yeah, traffic light. I think you go to traffic light chapel or candlelight chapel international. Oh, and it was some way. Even to get the name to stay was a problem. But a man, young, without Bible school training, but with the force, the power, and the spirit of faith, he can break through into this world. But today, eh, many believers don't walk by faith and don't live by faith. When you come to church, you are looking for somebody whose car is nice. Go and stand by it and ask for money. When you are going to get married and the brother who comes, his trousers is not very modern. His shoe is not new. His jacket is too old. He doesn't have a car. You look at him 
from the top of his head to the soles of his feet and tell him that you are praying about it and for more than five years you have not given an answer even if you are doing masters wouldn't you have finished <laughs> and you will see that people don't look at things by faith and they don't consider things with a certain belief that yes because faith says that it will be well yes what I'm seeing today he doesn't have a car he doesn't have a house he doesn't have any meaningful business or job but I thank God that he loves God he fears God he's a man of faith that is all that is enough it will be okay tomorrow will be okay one day we'll have a house one day we'll have cars one day we'll travel to America and come for holidays one day we'll go to Dubai and come we'll be in hotels but they don't have that faith if you don't have your everything forget it and Yes, and even those who have cars, they didn't used to have cars. And those who had houses, they didn't used to have houses. But ladies who are without faith, they only look for a brother who has everything. They only look for a, 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 a brother who has British passports. Hey! My brother, we Yes. Even the brothers tell me that these days the ladies they are high maintenance ladies. She. Beloved Crano Bisaska for Brazilian hair, Bolivian hair. Peruvian hair. Hey! Beloved cross, yo. Okoye nails, acrylic nails, French tips. Oko waxing the eyebrows. Hey! Ope body magic. If it's their birthday, you don't send Brazilian hair. You are finished. Competition now, you're stiff. Because you don't have the eyes of a faith giant. The faith giant says, I see nothing in the horizon, but I see the hand of a man. The cloud is like the hand of a man, but I hear the sound of abundance of rain. When Bishop Dad told me that God has called him to start a church, we're sitting at Sankara. He had come to visit me, his beloved on campus, and then he visited me after, and he was leaving. I saw him off to the gates. Those days, there's no Uber. And we don't take taxis by heart. Because the money is calculated. I saw him off. He got a lift. I sat in the lift. It brought us to Sankara. And then I was still seeing him off. So we sat on top of that. He was telling me, have you seen that church, International Central God? They have three pastors. These three pastors, Mensah Tabel, Eric Kwapon, Obin Dakon, they are very powerful. Like the three of them, their unity is very strong. And it has advanced the church. So God is also leading him to start the church. And that we should, the three of us, himself, Bishop Saki and myself, should be three united just like them. I remember he was pointing to where they used to meet. He said, you see how they are. If we also become like that, we will take follow-up seriously. And there will be no hall that can contain our number. And, and truly, truly, truly. You see, there will be no hall that can contain our number. Which hall can contain our number now? Which hall? Which auditorium? Which building? But when I was sitting at Sankara Circle, it was just a faith talk. But I believed it in my heart. I accepted his word. I said, I'm with you. I'll come along. I'll be there. When, when is, the, is the Sunday? I'll be there on that Sunday. And today, what was just a faith talk 
You see, because faith is not just talking, oh, you will see it practically happening in your life. And there and there, we see ourselves. We have to go to Independence Square because there is no hall that can contain our number. I came to tell believers here you are joking with the power of faith with the spirit of faith you are joking with it because you don't know what it means and what it does for the believer and Jesus taught he said whosoever whether you have been to Bible school or not it doesn't matter you are one of the whosoever it doesn't matter whether your father has money or not it doesn't matter whether the guy comes from a home where there is money or not Whosoever Eastwood was from the north, Sefrafra. He went to fall in love with a girl who was from a very rich home. It was not easy for him at all. Sure. It was not easy for him. Where is he from? Kai, you cannot marry such a person. It's not possible. It cannot work. But the girl, she didn't see Efrafra. She saw a man of faith. She saw somebody who loves God. She saw somebody who had bright eyes for future. Today's girls, I'm talking to a lady here. There is a brother who has proposed to you. And that brother, he doesn't have anything. He's a teacher. He's a teacher. But he keeps telling you that he's going to do masters. He will change his teaching job. But he doesn't have much. And the Lord is asking me to tell you that become a wise child and use your spirit of faith and not your mind, analytical mind. Because with your mind, you are rejecting the brother. But if you reject him, you are rejecting your future. Because that guy will buy you cars. That guy will take you to London. That guy will take you to Bahamas. That guy will take you to Dubai. That guy will make you sleep in Sardin Star Hotel. When you look at him, there is no beauty in him that you should desire him. That's why I I told you that this man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each feet, having twenty, everybody has twenty. He alone, he has. 24 extra four his hands are big so that the fingers have to be six otherwise it can't support him he was from the sons of the he was born of the giants was born of, and I came to tell you that you too you have been born of a giant of faith therefore quit behaving as somebody who was born from from an uh, 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 an impala when your father is an elephant there are pastors you are afraid to build a church you feel that if you give it more attention you become poor because you don't eat from it so you don't want to give it more attention and have more members your faith is small but I came to tell you that you are of the giants you are of the giants of faith therefore rise up and take your place rise up and take your place take your place take your place because there are things that must move out of your life Jesus said therefore whosoever will say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass he shall have you see so you are speaking when you speak it must be backed by believing in your heart that's faith and when you believe in your heart you will have what you say so the problem is how to believe with your heart we are not talking about just shouting the shouting is bad I was shouting when I entered university first year, first day I went to the, they had an all night for all uh, scripture union people, university fellowship they called it my father had died so when I entered they buried him I think that day or the day before when I entered I was wearing black black 
and I entered my roommate to join me. He was wearing black, black. We went to the service with black, black. Praises time, we're dancing with black, black. Me, I don't know how to say. They are doing praises now to her. They are, they are, they are worshiping now to her. They are, they are, they are, everybody is excited. No, are you cool? So from that time, I was already wild. I don't care whether somebody is on the floor or not. I am on the floor. And there was a brother there. He said, I am radical. He called me and my roommate.